Hey everyone, welcome to the show, Geeky Jock here. So, another installation of Geeky Thoughts. So, today I talk about how the democratic establishment is melting away in front of our eyes. What I mean by the democratic establishment, basically the moderation in the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party that has been established for the last 30 or 40 years with, uh, we can go, we can just start off from Bill Clinton to Obama to Democratic presidents before that. You know, basically the established left that we have known for years is, is melting away. What is going on in the Democratic Party? And I'm looking around and I'm watching these debates and it has completely fallen apart. They're not, they're not just split. I hear a lot of Democratic Party split between the moderates and the radicals. No, 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 no. The Democratic Party is radical now. Um, I, talked to, I talked about it in my last Geeky Thought. Um, <laughs> I had a lot of people in my complex that I know listen to me. Sad you for listening. What's up, man? Um, told me, no, there's no way Bernie Sanders is, is, a, is a communist socialist. No way. There's absolutely no way. I'm like, okay. You know, I, we agree to disagree. And I told them, Bernie's, Bernie's going to win the primaries, man. That's where the, that's where the energy's at in the Democratic Party. No way, he said. No way. And I had a, a lot of other few people. People who just come up to me now that I know and just want to talk politics, which is, which is awesome. You know, I, I love it. But I've been talking about this. I, I, can, I was reading the polls. I was just seeing where the energy was at. It's not that. So Bernie won the last two primaries, right? He won, them, he won the two caucuses. Uh, he won Nevada. Um, so the the one I look out for now, and the geeky thought is this, right? Let me before I go on is there's two visions in the Democratic Party. Not I don't believe that. I think the Democratic Party has eroded. It is now just a radical party. That's my thought. And uh, I'll let Democrat Democrat. No, I say Democrat. Democrat made a steal next week. Come in studio and defend his party. T- tell me what's going on. Like I said, he works in campaigns. He's he's really into it, just like I am. But for today, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you why it's important to keep your eye out on this next primary in South Carolina. So it's not that Bernie Sanders is leading the Democrats, in my opinion. It's that Bernie is the modern Democrats, and there's a big difference in there. It's it, you know, at, at least we know the danger now. You know, it's. It's going to be dangerous to have a socialist communist win the primary, but at least we know the threat and we can fight it together, right? And uh, Bernie's confident, man. He That dude left Nevada and was in Texas making a speech, and <laughs> Bernie made a speech, and he wasn't even going after uh, the other Democrats. He was going after Trump. You know, it's... He knows he's going to win. And and so the only, the only hope the established Democrat Party has is for Joe Biden. If you don't know who Joe Biden is, he is uh, Barack Obama's VP for the eight years. And, and I think the funniest part of it is that Barack Obama hasn't even endorsed him. That's how much he believes in him. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't even know where he's at sometimes. I've been watching him closely. Um, he's falling apart. The other day he said, I'm Joe Biden. I'm running for the U.S. Senate. You know, the guy's old. He's not running for Senate. He's running for president. You know, he he's fading in the polls. Um... It's it's just incredible, and he's the only hope for a moderate candidate in South Carolina because there's a lot of black voters out there, and and Bern, and uh, Joe Biden does well with the black votes because he was he was attached to Obama for eight years, so that's that's the next primary to look out for, guys. Why is it important? If if Bernie wins it, 
it solidifies what the Democratic Party is, right? A bunch of radical socialists. So that that is that's that's what it is. And you know, ideas do have consequences. And I and I think that's why I started doing this as well. Um ideas naturally you have to make them follow to their logical conclusions, right? And, and we're starting to see that now. The left was always uh, more government, big government, and, and all these identity politics and all this kind of stuff that we've been talking about throughout the podcast is all coming to fruition now. And, you know, um, it's all happening. Ideas are powerful, and we need to realize that. We, you know, we can't just let candidates say whatever they want. And, eh, he's all right. No, because ideas are powerful, and they start to gain momentum. And that's why we, <laughs> we have a, a socialist winning the modern democratic primaries. And what a timeline we're in, guys. I mean, you know, one thing I've found about doing all this is you have to find some kind of humor in all this kind of stuff. You know, this is one of the best timelines ever. <laughs> if you believe in the multiverse kind of stuff, which I do, this is awesome. We <laughs> we were just at odds, not just, but, you know, 30, 40 years ago, we were just fighting the Cold War with communists and, and the threat of nuclear destruction. And, and we hated them, right? We, we thought their ideas were horrible. Now... The Democratic Party is about to have a commu- an open, free-about-communist leader running it. What a time to be alive, guys. This is just incredible, incredible stuff. I'm, I'm stoked. It's good for the podcast. I got to admit, you know, Bernie versus Trump, well, you can't get any more left and right than that. I'm going to have a field day with it. it. It's really incredible what's going on. It's... So, uh, Ayn Rand is is an author. Uh, she wrote the book named Atlas Shrugged. If you haven't read it, it's okay. But it basically talks about a dystopia where people had to, you know, relearn the word I. And and the main word in that dystopia was we. Um, you know, the word I was had to be relearned. You know, the and just. It was bad, you know, the people were suffering because they were a collective. They weren't eyes. You know, um, that's classic socialism. You know, and it's been predicted before. You know, why do people work? To better their lives. Those who work more tend to do better. People are inspired to do well for, do well for their families and so forth. Not under socialism. There's no longer an I. There's no longer your ambition. It's about we. It's about the collective. And I talked about that in the last Kiki Thought about how it kills the individual. And, and, and it's all coming full circle. And, I'm, and I'm, hopefully you guys are starting to see where I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to build upon here. Um, your inspirations, your dreams will, will cease to exist as an individual. It'll be about the collective. And that's why I said it's not about the taxes. You know, that's one thing I, I hate about, about Republicans and conservatives at large. You know, they always say, well, we're too, too much taxes. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a good argument. You know, I, I don't think that's a winning argument against the left, against socialists. You know, because the socialists are arguing moral arguments about how people are suffering, how about uh, rise against the rise against the billionaires, right? The billionaires, Bernie and the millionaires. Well, not not millionaires anymore cuz Bernie's a millionaire. So he's saying billionaires, they they're killing us in the debate about what's moral. You know, all all the right I hear is, "Well, we don't want to pay those taxes, blah 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 blah." You know, and I'm not saying our, my party or what I believe in is perfect either, but what I'm saying is we're losing that argument. The left is really good at making moral arguments, and the right is not. We don't make those moral arguments. So 
my 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 argument is no it is immoral and we need to start if you're conservative you need to look in the mirror and stop talking about the money because bernie's killing us we see it he's killing it he's winning all these young people who feel disillusioned who feel disenfranchised who who don't feel like they have a a big piece of the pie you know and i i think even myself and and most conservatives need to look in the mirror and see that you know we need to do better in our arguments and about what we really believe in because you know bernie's winning so my my thing is that is um you know if there's no rewards for being ambitious then people will cease to be ambitious and society will collapse into collectivism which is basically socialism it happens to uh to every socialistic society right in my opinion and we need to start making that argument that socialism and high taxes it's not about the money it's just wrong it's evil it's immoral you know that that should be the argument on the right we need to stop with this nonsense about about the taxes and about the money on the right about being fiscally conservative and we need to grow out of that and make better arguments because they're killing us and i admit that i admit that defeat and that's why bernie's winning he's making a moral argument and he's killing us (sighs) <sighs> All right, so after I watched the debate, I watched it, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, I know you guys aren't probably going to watch that shit. I mean, I barely wanted to watch it. But uh, the Democrats are split, and they're in shambles, to be honest with you. Um, socialists like Bernie want the government to take over the means of production, while the, while the moderates are scared shitless of that. You know, we can see it in, in how they're doing their rhetoric. So it's sorry about that, guys. Moving the mic over a little bit. Um, yeah, socialists believe in the Green New Deal, banning the use of fossil fuels, and killing the entire energy industry and sending us back to the Stone Age. I mean, no more gas, no more clothes, no more refrigerators, none of that stuff. Uh, telephones, all, all gone, you know. Instead, they want, <laughs> and I'm going to use some satire here. Instead, they want those things to be produced by solar energy somehow, you know, and not oil. Though, you know, they want to just plant refrigerator seeds into the soil and, you know, those refrigerator seeds will start to sprout from the ground and, and somehow <laughs> somehow we'll be able to harvest them. Um, and the moderates, in my opinion, are just using terms like the Green New Deal to get elected. They don't really believe in those things. So I'm going to get into the debate. That was kind of my intro. We have two visions of the, of the left and of the right. Not, not of the right, but two visions of the left. One is completely melting away while we see the revolutionary one, the radical one, propping up and, and, and completely dominating it. So uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back and get into the debates, guys. Here we go. What's up, guys? Kiki Jock. We're back, in, we're back here, sitting down in my usual seat. Okay, so back to business here. So, and I was talking about how uh, Joe Biden is going to need to win uh, South Carolina. So, here's some proof, man. Here we go from the debate. When South Carolina, you have said that South Carolina will determine the outcome of this presidential race. If you don't win South Carolina, will you continue in the race? I will win South Carolina. (laughs) I will win South Carolina. Um, you know, he knows he has to, and that's the 
if you're a moderate Democrat, which a lot of people are, I find myself increasingly alone in my ideals and my ideologies. And that's totally fine. I mean, I'm not trying to convert anyone. I, I want everyone to think for themselves. But if you're a moderate Democrat, you know, who just, you know, you want to see some changes and, you know, things aren't perfect and, you know, um, you know, you're just a moderate. You're, you know, you're not a radical. You know, uh, South Carolina, he, he needs to win that. I mean, he needs it. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. Bernie, Bernie's on his way, man. And Joe Biden knows it. And it's funny because Joe Biden was basically an Obama guy. It just shows you how radical they've become since Obama. And Obama wasn't all that moderate anyway. They're just completely radical. Okay, so um, we're moving on two different subjects here. I'm going to go back to Bernie here. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I love Bernie, man. He, he, he's just so easy to, uh, to cover because he, he's so honest, you know, he's so honest. Um, so here we go. Here's Bernie. Uh, I'll explain it after. Here's another clip from Bernie from the debate. Here we go. Sanders, the cost of your agenda. Yesterday, you released information about how you will pay for your major proposals, but not all of your details are clear. You proposed more than $50 trillion in new spending. You said Medicare for all will cost $30 trillion. But you can only explain how you'll pay for just about half of that. Can you do the math for the rest of us? How many hours do you have? You gotta love that answer, man. How many hours do you have for me to explain what I don't know, what I'm, how I'm gonna pay for it? You know, like if, if you're starting a business, man, or someone was starting a business and they ask you to invest, and you're like, okay, well, how am I gonna get my money back? Well, how many hours do you have for me to explain that to you? You know, it, it's it's crazy how the how his base doesn't ask these fundamental questions. You know, thirty trillion dollars. I mean, this is just half. I mean, do we know how much thirty trillion dollars is? Oh my god, that just sounds insane. Because it is insane. This is insane. This is insanity. $30 trillion, and that's just half for Medicare for All. Yeah, your, your taxes aren't going up. That's a damn lie. Oh my god. He... Okay, so moving on here. we got I got more clips for you. Everyone loves the clips. Um, here's Bernie. Uh, what is he doing here? Let me see. Clip 7. Uh, okay, so Pete Buttigieg, he's also a candidate. Okay, so let me let me get started here. Uh, I'm just gonna name off the nominee, uh, the candidate, not nominees, the candidates, because um, I know I haven't really gone over it, but I know you guys don't care. Um, you guys want to hear about Bernie? I know that because you know he's the leading guy. But uh, okay, Bernie Sanders, rich white millionaire socialist. Pete Buttigieg, uh, wealthy rich white male. Uh, Elizabeth San Elizabeth Warren. Lied about being Native American to advance her career. Uh, rich white woman or female. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, rich white billionaire. Uh, Tom Steyer, rich white billionaire. It's funny because the left accuses, they are what exactly they accuse other people of, right? Oh, the Republicans are a bunch of old rich white guys. Or you hear a lot of people talk about the Republican Party being a bunch of old rich white guys. The Democratic Party is all white and all rich. These guys are all upper class people. There's no poor people in, in, in this debate here. Stop kidding yourselves, guys. I just wanted to get that out there. They are supreme, supremely elite people here. 
We're talking millionaires. We're talking people of influence, of affluence here on the stage here. There's not one of the people here on stage. These people are rich. They're elite people. Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. He owns three homes. Give me a break, man. I just wanted to get that out there because I always hear about the conservatives. Oh, you guys are a bunch of rich white people. What the hell was on stage for the Democrats? Can't wait till uh, Democrat media still has to say about that. All your candidates are rich white. Rich white. Or female, rich white. So don't give me this, oh, you're, you're a racist. Wh where's your diversity on your stage, Democrats? Thank you, none. Okay, I just wanted to get it out there because I hate when people try to call me racist or something. I mean, give me a break, dude. Give me a break. Okay, so here's Pete Buttigieg. He's, uh, I actually think he's the most talented politician out of all of them. He's not really well known. He's a mayor from Indiana. I only know this because I follow it. Um, he's gay. Not that that matters, but I'm just giving you some background on him. He, um, he's quite radical, you know, but, you know, he, he kind of played the moderate lane for a while, and then he realized that's not where the party was. So I'm just giving you some quick info. So he realized that's not where the party was, and he started soaring in the polls a little bit more when he became a little more radical. Um, I honestly think he's the most top politician out there, but no one cares about him because he's just a, he was just the mayor of Indiana. Um, but he, he, he's going at Bernie Sanders. He's the only one that's really going at Bernie Sanders. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, if you don't know who she is, she was a Harvard professor for a while. She's all about the team woman stuff. She lied about being Indian. She's basically a pathological liar. And, and I want to bring this up because she, no, she's not going after Bernie. She was, leading in the, she was actually the, the Democrat leader for a while in the polls for much of this time. But then, you know, she's just an unlikable candidate. And all she ever has to say about any of her ideas is woman power stuff, and you know that, I don't know. That's not that's not good enough. It's just not good enough, in my opinion. And that's why she's falling in the polls, and Bernie completely took her. She doesn't go at Bernie. No one's really. Um, she doesn't go at Bernie because she wants to be the vice president. And uh, okay, that's just a side note there, just to give you guys a little bit of insight of what's going on. So the only one who's really going at uh, Bernie Sanders is Mike Bloomberg and Pete Buttigieg. Um, Elizabeth Warren does not go at Bernie because she wants to be his VP. That's just the way I'm, I'm seeing it. So uh, here is Pete Buttigieg going at your boy Bernie. All right, hold on. It doesn't take two hours well, to do the math. Because let's talk about let's what talk it adds about up. We math. Let's talk about let's math. Talk about math. Okay, so here's the math. Nothing. No, here's the math. You you the math. Doing to nothing attack. is what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take two hours to do the math, and he's absolutely right. I mean, he's calling Bernie on his BS, is the way I see it. And the moder the moderators were trash throughout the debate. They didn't let anyone really attack Bernie, in my opinion. That's just the way I'm seeing it. Um, they don't want their golden boy to get attacked because uh, they know he's going to win. But I, I just thought that was really, really critical of people to just saying, dude, it doesn't take two hours to explain this stuff, man. Just give us your plan. Give us your $60 trillion. Where's that coming from? Bernie Sanders doesn't have answers to these questions. And I, uh, I think that's his main flaw um, from an economic standpoint. So how are you going to recoup these $60 trillion for all your, for all your free giveaways? It, you know, and it's going to come back to us. We're going to end up paying for it. And that's why I'm steadily opposed from it. I don't want my individuality 
being suppressed because I got to pay for all these taxes for everybody else. Like I said, it, it, it destroys the individual. And if it doesn't ins- destroy you soulfully, which I think, like I said earlier in the podcast, is, is the main argument. The second argument, it, it destroys you because you can probably be looking at 70% tax rates. It'll destroy you economically as well. Okay, so here we go again. Pete Buttigieg tries to go at Bernie again because he's the only one um, who's really trying to go at Bernie. Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg felt he, he's he's buying his way into this debate. I'm just trying to give you guys some background about who Mike Bloomberg is. You might see some of his ads everywhere. He just came and and it, but he didn't stay true to himself. He he was a Republican. Now he's a Democrat. And then he kind of went back on a lot of things. One thing I will say about Trump is Trump is, is real. He, he is himself. Mike Bloomberg failed, in my opinion, because he, he, he was doing the stop and frisk, which is kind of, uh, you know, he would stop people and, and put them against the wall and check to see if they had guns, which were mostly minority people. And then he kind of faltered on that. You know, he, he kind of went back on a lot of things that he used to do in order to appease the Democratic Party. And, and you know, voters are not dumb. You know, that's one thing about learning politics is that you know they think just because you're from the south or you're from some no-name state that you're dumb no people are smart they can see through your bs and you know you can't be for your entire career be one person and then join the race and then become some radical democrat people are not stupid okay but anyway here's here's people that just again going after bernie Kans, you might want to check with the people who actually turned the house blue 40 Democrats who are not running on your platform. They are running away from your platform as fast as they possibly can. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was talking about, about the division. There's a lot of Democrats who are running away from Bernie. But Bernie has the momentum. Bernie has the votes. He has the young. He has the young votes. He, he has the momentum right now. And I think Democrats are too late now. You know, they, they, they really didn't think he would gain momentum. Or, you know what, maybe they just didn't care. I, I just think it's too late now. <sighs> All right, so more Bernie, because I know you guys love Bernie. I, everyone I talk to is always bringing up Bernie. Um, so this guy is going to, there's going to be another primary in Florida, right? I, I just find it completely interesting how he continues to double, triple, quadruple to the 10th power, double down, or quadruple vote all out of down on, on Fidel Castro. And I don't even think I need to tell you guys about Cuba. Florida is full of Cuban defectors because Cuba was so horrendous. And this guy continues to defend them. He just continues to do it. So uh, here we go. Here's an example. Of course you have a dictatorship in Cuba. What I said is what Barack Obama said in terms of Cuba that Cuba made progress on education. Yes, I think. Really? Really? Yes, because there's no comparing. Excuse me. Occasionally, it might be a good idea to be honest about American foreign policy. And that includes the fact that America has overthrown governments all over the world, in Chile, in Guatemala, in Iran, and when dictatorships, whether it is the Chinese or the Cubans do something good, you acknowledge You acknowledge them. Yeah, he, he just can't stop defending um, tyrannical regimes. You know, I, I know I keep playing the same clip and over and over again. I'm trying to beat into your guys' head. This guy just, he loves tyrannical regimes. China, I mean, come on. Fidel Castro, Venezuela. 
I mean, this is who he is. This is who he is. Um, okay, so I got another clip for you guys. <laughs> this isn't. This one's even better. I, I just love Burning Man. He 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 makes he makes this so easy. You know, it's just easy to clip him because uh, he says some crazy shit, man. He really does. Okay, so here we go. Here is uh, Bernie Sanders continuing to defend communists. So here we go. In Saudi Arabia, or any country in the world, teaches illiterate people to read. Are you telling me that's a bad thing? It is not. Barack Obama made the point that Cuba had made good progress in healthcare and education. Cuba is a dictatorship. I've said that eight million times. But that does not mean to say, as Obama pointed out, that even under a dictatorship, you could teach people to read and to write. That you could write. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, totally, just forget the whole tyrannical regime. They, they had good literacy rates. That's what matters. You know, it, it was an indoctrination into communism. That's why he taught them how to read. No, it's not that. What good is reading if you're getting shot in the head if you're a defector? What good is reading if you're completely suppressed? I mean, this guy just makes absolutely no sense to me. It's like, okay, I know how to read, but I can't do anything in life. There's no mobility. There's no entrepreneurship. The government, the government owns all means of production. But I can read. That's what he's saying. I mean, if you really read between the lines, that's what he's saying. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost comical, dude. I know how to read, but yeah, I can, I can get shot in the head for any reason under this dictatorship. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, and it's not only me who's saying this stuff now. I, I think Democrats are a point of like, they're... They're at the grieving. They were at the grieving process. Now that they're now they're kind of at, at acceptance. So here we go. Here's some Democrats talking about uh, Bernie Sanders. I was disappointed with Bernie's answer on the socialism question. He had to know that was coming. Uh, there's no reason to do a big retrospective nostalgia scream fest about authoritarian regimes from the 70s. There's, it was an opportunity for Bernie to clarify the American people that when he says democratic socialism, that's the point. <laughs> it's not that stuff from Cuba. It's not that stuff from the Soviet Union. It's the stuff that you see in, in Northern Europe is working well for normal people, and they vote all the time. He failed to do that. It's unbelievable that he failed to do it. It's what a big chunk of our party needs to hear from him, and he did not do it tonight. He didn't do it because that's not what he believes. That's, that's what de democratic socialism. Give me a break. Oh my god, democratic socialism. Have you seen that Spider-Man meme where it's like pointing at each other and it's the same thing? It's the same thing! What? Okay, so we can have elections, but yet the government owns all the means of production. There's no freedom in that. There's absolutely no freedom in that. They use all these fa democratic socialism. That's... Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I just can't believe some of the stuff that they try to pull over us. Democratic socialism. Mm -hmm. that, that makes sense. Um, here's another clip of another Democrat who's kind of concerned about Bernie's electability, which they should be because he's not that electable. Um, so here we go. Here's the clip. 
Republicans and Donald Trump are going to make the same case against any Democratic candidate. But it's easier to make when that Democratic candidate embraces the title of socialist and doesn't refute it. And the truth of the matter is, Bernie Sanders is not a socialist. I mean, if you look it up in the dictionary, he's not calling for, you know, the, 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 the society to own the means of production and all of that stuff. And why he is so reluctant to make that point and why is he, why he he is like a fortress andrew but not on that question tonight he's not saying that because that's what he wants i mean these guys are delusional i never trust the news anyway they know what he means he's not saying that we don't want the government to all the means of production because he wants the government to do the means of production look at the green new deal dude that's a, a complete government takeover of everything of the entire ind energy industry and he supports that bill. So so what is he saying then? I mean, that's why I don't trust the news. That's why I hope you listen to this podcast. They're lying, man. They're lying through their teeth. It's an absolute circus. This is complete nonsense. Oh, he, he doesn't want the government to take over means of production, but he supports the Green New Deal. No, okay, maybe he doesn't want them to take over the means of production. He wants to destroy the means of production. It's the same thing. It's just unbelievable to me. You know, and... A lot of people that I talk to about Bernie and about where the Democrat Party's at, like I said, people, I, it's my hot tub conversations with my friend, Saj, what's up? Um, a lot of people I know in the complex, too, they're always like, well, Bernie has been consistent, you know? And I, and I always, you know, two people have said that to me. And then I heard that Joe Rogan endorsed Bernie Sanders. And then I heard what Joe Rogan said. Joe Rogan has the most popular podcast in, in the whole, in, in America. And, and basically, Joe Rogan said that same statement. So people are just mimicking what Joe Rogan said. Um, not to be mean, sorry, Saj, but I know Joe Rogan said that now because I've seen I've seen clips of it. It's like Bernie has been consistent since the seventies. He hasn't changed. Well, he's been consistently wrong. Just because you're consistent doesn't mean that you're not wrong. But but I do get the argument about you know he's been consistent. I, I do get that. And there's some merit to that. But I think that's why people kind of are drawn to Bernie. Because we're so used to politicians. I mean, we see it in this race, right? All of a sudden, every Democrat's a radical now. Because they know that's where the party's at. They, they change their whole values. They change everything they do in order to fit this new, this new left. They're a bunch of phonies. And they've always have been. They do, they'll do anything and say anything to get elected. But Bernie's like, you know what? I'm, I've been the same. I do this. I do that. But for me, I think a lot of people know this saying, the, the definition of madness is doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. He's basically saying socialism, 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 socialism for five decades or however long. This guy's 80 years old since he was 30 years old, 28 years old. He's been saying the same shit, and it's been wrong the all entire time. It's been wrong. If that's not insanity, I don't know what is. It's, it's the antithesis of the definition of insanity. Doing the same shit. It's not like he's talking anything new. And you know what? I, I Maybe this is an addition to the geeky thought about, you know, the, the, the Democratic Party completely in shambles. These guys aren't talking anything new. A revolution. This has happened all the time. In Cuba. In Russia. In Venezuela. Nicaragua. We've seen it before. This isn't like he's thinking like some crazy new idea that's, you know, that hasn't been tested. I mean, he's not even being original. This is Karl Ma Marx. 
This is Marxism from how long ago? I don't even, I don't read, I'm not too knowledgeable on that book because I don't want to fucking read that thing. But it's not like he's being front forward and he's on the cutting edge of thinking. He's just regurgitating shit that's been around for forever that's failed. And that's also part of my position. This guy isn't some revolutionary thinker. He's just parroting what he's seen and heard from other tyranny, tyrannical regimes before. There's nothing new in his rhetoric. Nothing. It's not revolutionary. Maybe in America because we're actually used to being free. That, that's why it probably seems revolutionary to some people. But this has been, this, these are ideas old as dirt, dude. These are not new ideas. And I'm about what's new, what's next. Not, hey, let's try this old ass idea that doesn't seem to work anywhere. That's just where I'm at. That's the geeky thought, guys. <laughs> um, and I, I want to end this on, on a funny note. I'm going to play you guys a clip on the funniest thing I've seen on the internet. <laughs> it, it's super hilarious, just to end on a good note. Um, it's a comedian that I follow. I'm trying to look for it right now. Um, he's super, super hilarious. It's talking about cancel culture. Uh, it's it's super funny. So here we go, guys. I'll show it to you right now. My name is Mark, and I'm an internet tattletale. I spend about three, four hours a day combing through tweets and podcasts just looking for anything anyone said that can ruin their life. You're canceled. You're canceled. There's no greater feeling than when you ruin someone's life for your own personal gain. Yes. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, I'm offended. My goal in life is to prove that everyone's a Nazi. Okay, four minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, I'm just uh, timestamping any racist jokes I hear on a podcast. I've never actually created anything myself. What I do is find things that other people created and ruin them. I don't like for anyone to have fun. Joe Rogan canceled. I'm a very venomous person. I actually used to be a big fan of Louis C.K., but now I tell people I never thought he was funny. My dream is to one day cancel Vince Vaughn. I'm gonna tattle on this guy so hard as soon as I'm done my pee. Mario Lopez, canceled. There's no greater thrill than when you just get someone fired from their job and they can't provide for their family anymore and I hope to one day get some pussy from being a tattletale. What can I say? I live to be a little bitch. <laughs> oh my God, my funniest part is like, my dream is to one day cancel Vince Vaughn. <laughs> anyway guys, that's, uh, that's my show for today. Um, hope you enjoyed it. So a lot of things coming. So I've been studying the YouTube game for a couple of weeks now. Uh, we're going to launch pretty soon. I know it's been taking a while. Uh, we're going to be going live on our podcast. I just need to get the equipment. But we're going we're gonna to go hard on this stuff. Over 650 downloads. You know, it's, it's growing a lot faster than I thought. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to everyone who's reached out to me and told me, uh, when's, when's the next podcast coming? And, you know, it's not just one person. It's been multiples and multiples of people, even on Superman uh, Made of Steel side. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to keep growing. But I know uh, I have to evolve and get better at what I'm doing. And that's what I'm trying to do to please you guys. Because um, I love doing this, man. It's creative. I love being creative. And I'm also going to start a whole new show called Tribes, A Mask and Experience. Um, it's, it's going to be basically a show for men and, you know, because in my, in my opinion, men are under attack, masculinity is under attack, and we live in a society where we're deemed toxic, and there's really no spaces where we can just be men, and I, I feel that a lot of my life, I feel we live in a fe female imperative, we live in a geocentric matrix, where if we're not women, then we're deemed toxic. Um, they want us to be women. They want us, and if we're not, you know, we're deemed we're deemed evil. 
and it's gonna be a show just for men doing masculine things. It's gonna be a vlogumentary, and I'm just gonna do all kinds of masculine stuff, piss off a lot of soy boys, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna hit it hard, and 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 you know, it's gonna be a whole another. It's gonna be independent of the end of days podcast. We're gonna continue filming the end of days podcast, continue recording. But please, guys, I I know it's hard out there by yourselves, and sometimes it's confusing what it is to be a man in society, especially when we're under attack and we're ridiculed, and there's just no safe spaces. <laughs> I hate to use that word. So join my tribe, and I know, like I told you guys in the last uh, daily market part two, we're in the virtual now. No one no one hangs out in real life anymore. If, you know, everyone's in their own cliques and stuff. Um, so I'm gonna start my own virtual tribe. My own virtual following, and uh, we'll do a lot. We'll do lots of fun stuff, and uh, I'm brainstorming it now. So it'll be launching within a month or two. I, I just really want to do it right and make sure it, it it's it's top quality. I don't want to come in on, on a mid. No one wants to come in on a mid. I'm gonna come in really really hard, and I'm working at it every day, brainstorming it. Okay, so this was uh, Geeky Thought. Hope you guys enjoyed it. See you guys later.